Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Well, welcome back. Afternoons on News Talk 770. Rob Breckenridge with you. 403-974-TALK is a number. 403-974-8255. Um, it seems as though maybe uh, now Uber is making way for Airbnb in the great policy debate. Uh, and uh, look, obviously here in Calgary, there's been a tremendous focus on Uber, whether Uber should be allowed, what kind of rules would allow for ride sharing. Uh, and other aspects of the sharing economy have kind of escaped unnoticed. Airbnb has been around for a while. You go online and uh, check your Airbnb, you'll find dozens, maybe even hundreds uh, of listings for Calgary. People looking to rent out their place, rent out a room uh, to would-be travelers. And it's uh, an easy way for people to to make a few bucks, kind of like using your car to drive for Uber. Uh, There was a big controversy here just over a year ago, I think maybe almost a year and a half ago now, where um, a Calgary family had their home trashed by people who had rented it through Airbnb. Now, to the company's credit, they stepped stepped in and, and they covered all of the damages. Um, but I suppose, I mean, it raised some of the concerns um, around that, that kind of an arrangement. And I guess maybe raise some questions about whether this needed uh, additional regulation. Now, some cities have come down a little harder than others. There are certainly cities that are just content to just kind of ignore Airbnb that maybe it's uh, you know, a solution in search of a problem. There are other cities like Calgary that have proposed some kind of regulation around uh, Airbnb in some cities, like New York, for example, that want to come down hard. New York proposing to fine people for listing their, their own property on Airbnb. So, I mean, is that the right response to, to the sharing economy and the potential benefits that come along with it? Uh, joining us for some thoughts, pleased to welcome the program uh, here today, uh, Andrew Moylan. He is uh, executive director of the R Street Institute, rstreet.org. Andrew, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. All right. Well, let's talk first of all about uh, what, what's happening in New York, because it seems to be the, the harshest of the Airbnb crackdowns. What, what are they talking about there? Well, it, uh, harsh is a good word for it, unfortunately. Uh, what they've done is this uh, very interesting and, and very sort of draconian a- approach where uh, they've effectively made it uh, illegal to rent out entire apartments or, or an entire, uh, you know, unit. You can rent out still a, a bedroom, say, or uh, some, you know, certain single-family homes and the like. But if you're talking about your traditional kind of apartment in New York City, you cannot rent out the entire apartment. Uh, and then there are also fines associated with people who are advertising their properties uh, publicly. So even the mere act of advertising, whether or not you actually get a customer, is itself against the law in New York City for some of those units. And so they've taken a, a very negative approach to it. And, and I think, you know, we're starting to see some of the political backlash to that now, given the incredible popularity that these services have. And what's the argument here? What, what is the, the concern of policymakers? If somebody wants to rent out their own property, what, why is, is that of concern to lawmakers? 
Well, there are a bunch of different arguments that people level against short-term rental. Uh, there are some folks who say that it has impact on housing affordability or housing availability. Uh, there doesn't seem to be much evidence of that because even in, in major cities where short-term rental is very popular, they tend to comprise less than 1% of the uh, total uh, properties. And so it doesn't seem to be a huge impact there, but that's something we hear a lot about. And then the other things we hear a lot about are uh, your kind of grab bag of what you could call neighborhood concerns. So, well, it, it adds too much traffic or there are noise complaints or you worry about that proverbial party house uh, uh, that is filled up with people on weekends who are not long-term residents and so you know maybe don't have the same kind of care for their neighbors uh, that they might have. So these are the concerns that people put forward. Uh, most of the evidence, I think, suggests that, that there isn't a lot to that and so really what's driving, I think, the lobbying efforts around this is, on one hand, the hotel industries who feel very threatened, of course, that there are new options for, for travelers and, and people, uh, you know, going around and visiting new places. Uh, and two, there's kind of the, we call it NIMBY concerns, not in my backyard, people who uh, are opposed to de development and, and economic expansion in lots of different ways. And, and this is just a new version of that. All right. So what's what's the upside to to the sharing economy and, and to to uh, services like Airbnb in particular? Well, I think that it provides obvious opportunities for people to uh, make to put to productive economic use property that they already have and property that's oftentimes going underutilized. The number of uh, of unused bedrooms that exist. Uh, across the world and uh, here south of the border in the United States where I am is, is enormous. I'm sure it is north of the border as well. And so allowing people to put that into productive use, to rent it out, or to make use of, you know, there are a lot of folks who travel frequently for work and are gone for long stretches at a time and, uh, and might be able to recoup, you know, part of the cost that they've sunk into a, a property by renting it out short term. Uh, and this is really the sort of stuff that, that is the, these are the seeds for economic growth. When you can put existing capital, that existing, uh, you know, stuff that you already have to better, more efficient use. And so, you know, the, it, it offers that big sort of grand economic expansion, but also offers that individual opportunity for somebody to, to make a little money on the side, which is why I think they've had such popularity. Absolutely. Do you think, though, it's something then that the lawmakers should just leave alone? Or is, is there some room for some, some regulation of this? I, listen, of course, there is some room for modest regulation. I, I think that uh, you know, there's a room. There's room to ensure that if people are engaging in what is essentially commercial activity, uh, you know, renting a room for for money, uh, that if there are taxes that are associated with that in the hotel side of things, that you know, there should be taxes collected when people are are renting out a home uh, themselves through a, a platform like this. Um, all the other sort of neighborhood concerns we talked about before, whether it's, it's parking or noise or those kinds of things, we generally already have laws on the books to uh, enforce against those kinds of violations. And so I don't really see a need for new regulations rather than enforcing existing ones there. Um, but that's a pretty limited role that I've defined there. And unfortunately, what a lot of cities and, and states and other folks are doing is adding on top of that and, and adding these new restrictions and saying, well, you know, you can't rent out more than one bedroom or you can't rent out an entire apartment. You can only rent out a portion of it or there's a limitation on how many days you can do it over the course of a year or even proximity requirements that the owner of the property has to be within a certain number of miles of the unit to be able to rent it out. Uh, a lot of these things strike me more as 
kind of anti-competitive measures rather than actually serving some real public policy purpose. Right. What about insurance concerns? I know with 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 Uber and ride sharing, the, these companies have worked with insurance companies. Uh, there there are hybrid insurance policies available for people who want to use their own vehicles to, you know, to drive part time for Uber. Is is that something that that Airbnb and sites like that are going to have to deal with? Uh, to a much lesser extent, I think, than exists with uh, with ride sharing. For the the biggest reason being that uh, the safety profile of those two different activities is just dramatically different. Obviously, there are many thousands of people, unfortunately, who are injured and die every year in, in automobile accidents, and and really relatively very few that die in some sort of home accident or you know a fire or things like that. So. The scale of it is different, but yes, I think that Airbnb and other services, you know, HomeAway and VRBO and these these other platforms, are starting to think about how to address some of those liability concerns so that their users who are traveling on a basis of all of the property have some safety and certainty when they're visiting and Yeah. Absolutely. Well, well, Andrew, we'll leave it there more at uh, rstreet.org, also roomscore.org, which looks at various cities in the U.S. and their regulatory approach on on these issues. Uh, Appreciate you joining us here today. Thanks for this. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Take care. Uh, Andrew Moylan is uh, executive director of the R Street Institute in Washington, D.C., rstreet.org, and again, roomscore.org, as mentioned. Now, it's an American study they do it each year and and rank various cities based on uh, their their rules around short-term rentals. And it varies considerably, right? It's it's basically something that's left to the municipalities, and you got all kinds of different rules that exist across the United States. And I think it's going to be the case uh, in Canada as well. Uh, Daniel texted uh, to say, Rob, right now there's more than 300 listings for Calgary. He says some of them are pretty amazing. But you, you heard Andrew mention, I mean, there's other websites that have existed for a long time, like VRBO and, and others like that. Uh, that have primarily been for like summer vacation rentals, but why is why is it so different? You know, if if I own a, a property out at you know Sylvan Lake or something that I'll use for a few weeks during the summer, and I want to rent it out for the rest of the summer, that's been going on for forever, long before the internet. It's just a different way of of finding those those kinds of rentals. And, and Airbnb has come along, and they do a lot of that. If you're looking for a vacation rental, you can find those on, on Airbnb, just as easy as to find them on, on VRBO and, and others. I think what Airbnb brings to the table is that if you're going to a city like Calgary, you're going to hit Vegas for the weekend, you want to visit New York City, that gives you another option. Sure, you can stay in a hotel, and there, there's a lot of advantages to staying in a hotel. But maybe you don't really need a hotel. Maybe you're going to be out all day long and all you need is a place to, to lie down and rest your head and sleep for eight hours. And maybe you don't need a hotel. So th- this provides a lot of unique options to, to that kind of traveler and those kinds of needs. So I don't really see an issue with this. And I don't really know what exactly it is that, that cities are trying to address by regulating this. Seems to me, I think, as mentioned, I think it's a a solution in search of a problem here. Anyway, 403-974-8255. We've had the Uber debate. I guess we should brace now for the Airbnb debate. What should the response be? 974-TALK. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.